You don't have to have millions of dollars to benefit from the advice of a financial advisor. My husband and I not only have to make decisions about our own financial planning needs, but we also have to field questions from our kids who are now on their own. That's why I was excited to hear about the on-demand financial planning for absolutely everyone from Fearless Finance. Their business is built on making financial advice accessible and affordable. They make things easy to understand and keep the stress out of making investment choices. With Fearless Finance, you meet your planner virtually who will advise you on your financial journey. Are you paying back student loans, saving for your first house? Maybe you just want to make sure your finances are okay. You can ask all your questions and get answers, no judgment. You'll be charged an hourly rate, no long-term commitment, no minimum required. Visit fearlessfinance.com today. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit, and you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use the code CLEAN. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 145. And today I am talking about um, two weeks to getting your home ready for guests. And I'm going to go over week one today. This is brought to you by an ebook that I wrote last year um, that you can get that has all of this information plus a whole lot more um, along with printables and things to put together um, and all the things that I talk about writing it out. I mean, obviously you can write these things on scratch paper as well, but it has it all laid out for you as well as a whole lot more details and mindset changes and all these kinds of things. Um, but I am going to go through that and that you can find, um, that ebook is called 14 days to opening your front door to guests. And all you need to do to get that is go to aslobcomesclean.com slash one four like 14, just the number, aslobcomesclean.com slash one four, and that will take you to the purchase page for that ebook. Okay, but let's go through it. Um, Because guess what, y'all? It is um, November. Let's all have a moment and think about how it's November and how crazy that is, because I feel like we went swimming yesterday. (laughs) Anyway, we didn't. Um, Okay, so it's November 2nd, and November starts the holiday season. Uh, We have Thanksgiving coming up here in the U.S. in about three weeks, I think. Um, So that can be a real time of panic for um, those of us who struggle in our homes. Uh, So my story, as I'm sure a lot of you have heard, but I can remember think it was maybe the year before I started the blog or one of those years before. So my mother had breast cancer. Um, she is doing great now, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but she had breast cancer when I was pregnant with my third child. We had just moved here. And that was kind of a turning point for our family as far as I, I don't remember all the details, but I know that at that point, we started rotating who has Thanksgiving at their house. So my um, sister-in-law and my mother and I 
every third year we have it at our house. So like last year it was at my house. This year it's at my sister-in-law's house. But I remember one of those years early on before I started the blog, which would have been, yeah, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, basically saying no to everything that entire fall because with the excuses I'm that I'm having Thanksgiving at my house. Like I basically just worked on it for months. And so I get that feeling. And I've, I've had emails just recently from people uh, saying, I'm really hoping I'm going to be able to have my family to my house for the holidays this year. Um, because it is a real issue for people who struggle with these things. And back then, before I had daily habits as a thing, before I had decluttered so much from my home that it's become so much easier to maintain, now it doesn't freak me out the way it used to, but I get how it feels to freak out. So um, this ebook that I wrote, this plan that I wrote, um, you can get the very bare bones version of it from my how to clean a a messy house post that has a free printable on that. And that's available totally free. I have two podcasts where I talked through these same steps, but I'm doing it again and I'm breaking it down into the 14 days like I did in this ebook. Um, just for you to know that there's hope. Okay. And, And know that it is possible, even though you're currently swimming and drowning feels like, um, for you to have people over to your home. Okay. Um, obviously the best way to do things is to really change how, you know, for me, it was changing how my home operated overall that made these things less daunting, but I still use this same plan because even though I can work through the plan way more easily now and, um, just so much less stressful, it's shorter, all that, it's the same plan that I used before. Okay. So I'm talking through this. The other thing to remember, this is not the guide to getting your house under control. Okay. That's not what this is. That was really important. Okay. So if you've read my book, how to manage your home without losing your mind, I have a project mentality. That's why this kind of stuff seemed like the answer to me. Like it seemed, you know, spending two focused weeks getting everything perfect for guests seemed like the way to solve my home problems forever. It never worked, which is why I was always so completely confused by that. The problem was the day to day actually changing my home is not a project. Okay. All of that is in how to manage your home without losing your mind. Okay. So all that exists there for you. It's great. Okay. I mean, like that, that's the real change that actually lasts kind of a thing, but there is value in this 14 day focus, even when you have things under control or if you're, um, anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. Okay. Let's get started. So number one, first thing before you even start on day one is to get that mentality. I was just talking about correct. Okay. This is a plan with a goal and a finish line, having people come into your home. That's the finish line. Okay. It's not the finish line for real life because you're going to have to keep living in your house after that. But for this plan that we're talking about, that is, that means that there are going to be things that are different from just getting your house under control overall, like, you know, shoving things in a closet that locks or whatever. I mean, that's not the ideal. That's not what you do. But sometimes if you're, if you need to have people over and your goal is that they're going to be able to come into your house and relax, that's the kind of stuff you might have to do. Okay. Say, 
I don't have time in these two weeks to solve this major issue that I've had forever. So instead, I'm going to move that stuff into another place for now. That's unique to this type of a project where our end goal is to let people in the front door. Okay. So having that mindset, um, is important to know that there's a difference between this and there's a different, this and getting your house actually under control is a long-term thing. Okay. Um, day one, first day, this is the day to make your plan. Now, the ebook and what we're going to talk about today and in next week's podcast, um, we'll talk you through all of this, but this is, this is the day where you write down your unique situation. Maybe you don't have two weeks. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and they're coming in two days. Okay. Um, in that case, you're going to have to shorten everything way, way down. Okay. This is realistically, maybe you know that it's going to take you three months and you're going to work through this plan in three months, whatever it is, look at your calendar for the amount of time you have between now and the day that they're going to arrive. Okay. Now in the ebook, this is a printable. It's already got it done for you in a two week format. Look at that. And I want you to first thing, write down or look at what is on your calendar already for that time period for the next two weeks. I'm going to say all this in a two week thing. So if we're looking at two weeks, what do you have on your calendar over the next two weeks? Do you have, um, volunteering at the school library? Do you have for, you know, three hours on this day? Do you have work full time? You know, you're, you're at work from eight to five. Oh, that's right. And I've got a dinner that's planned here. So that day I'm actually not going to be home at all until like, you know, 10 o'clock at night. Okay. And then, all right. Oh, I'm traveling these two days. Okay. Got that. You know, whatever it is that you have on the calendar, it needs to all be on, all be together. Cause you know, sometimes we have a, um, a mom calendar and sometimes there's a work calendar and sometimes there's a, this, but put those things on there including things like a girl's night out or whatever. Not that I'm saying, well, you know, you got to have your girl's night out. You might have to cancel on the girl's night out. Okay. I mean, that might, if we're looking at this and comparing it to the list that you're going to make of things you have to do, look at your next two weeks, very realistic, realistically with every single commitment that you have on there. And then the next thing is prior a, a list, make another list. Okay. Which is another printable that's in the ebook, but, or make a list of the rooms that your guests will spend time in them. It will spend time in and prioritize the list according to where they will spend the most time. Okay. So the top thing on your list is going to be the number one room where your guests are going to spend time. If they are going to spend the majority of their time in your home, in the dining room, then that's the number one thing on the list. If they are going to spend, if they're going to be here, you know, four hours because it's Thanksgiving and everybody gets their way early so they can help or whatever, then maybe they're going to spend more time in the kitchen than they would in the dining room. Um, if they're going to spend the majority of their time, let's say this is for something where you're having a movie night at your house. Okay. They're going to spend their time in the living room or wherever they're going to be watching the movie. So where are they going to spend their, spend the most time and make a list of all include every room where your guests will go. 
but the top of the list is where they'll spend the most time and the bottom of the list, the list is where they will spend the least amount of time while they're in your home. Okay. So this is your room prioritization list. And this list is everything for the next two weeks. You are going to refer back to this list a bajillion, trillion, gazillion times. Okay. This is the list. Here's the thing. My reality, if I don't prioritize, my reality is I will hyper-focus on something that doesn't matter. I will clean out my child's closet, where in reality, maybe somebody's kid will happen to open that door, but the guests are not very likely to see my child's closet, okay? Or maybe I will say, oh, I've got guests coming. I need to paint the entryway, whatever. This prioritization list is everything for you, as well as that calendar, putting those two things together. We're going to reuse this list again and again and again. This also follows the visibility rule, which I talk about all the time. The visibility rule is prioritize any project in your home according to visibility. Start with the things that people see all the time, again and again, that your guests are going to see, um, because then you will make actual visible progress. Don't hyper-focus on something that nobody's ever going to see, okay? So room prioritization list and your calendar. Those are the number one tasks for your first day on this 14-day thing. But if you have any remaining time, meaning time that you have available today that you're devoting to this process, clean your kitchen, go clean your kitchen. I know it's 14 days away. It's just going to get dirty again, but I promise you there's a point. Okay. Go clean your kitchen as thoroughly as you can possibly clean it during this time period. Okay. However much time you have today, clean it as thoroughly as you can. So do all your dishes, wipe down the counters, wipe down the table, do whatever you can clean out your fridge. If you have time, if you've already cleaned out everything, don't make that the first thing you do. If you've cleaned up the kitchen and you still have time left to work today, clean out your fridge. Because if you're having people over specifically for holidays where food is a thing, you really don't want people going, oh, what's this? Is this something I'm supposed to serve? Did you want me to put this out for you? And they open up the um, container and it's like moldy something from, yeah, go ahead and clean out your fridge. Um, If you have even more time, go to the pantry and start pulling out trash items or, you know, expired things, whatever. Don't this is not decluttering. This is not a big project. Just start pulling things out um, as you can without pulling everything out. Like just pull things out that are going straight into the trash. Okay. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. For those who've been listening for a while, you may have heard me talk about how time is a container. It's a finite thing. And if I try to squeeze too much into the time that I have available, I get stressed and anxious. Therapy can be a place to talk through realistic priorities and goals, helping you deal with stress and anxiety when your days feel overwhelming. It's been great for me to talk through setting boundaries and improving coping skills with a therapist. BetterHelp is entirely online. 
that makes scheduling convenient and flexible. To get started, you just have to fill out a brief questionnaire that will match you with a licensed therapist. If needed, you can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. I am so excited to be working outdoors in my garden again. Fresh air and sunshine really do affect my mood. I'd rather spend more time outside and less time inside making dinner. That's why I love using Prep Dish. It helps me get our meals planned and prepped for the week. I receive a weekly meal plan in my inbox every Friday that fits my family's eating style. There are four to choose from. Each comes complete with recipes, a grocery list, and a detailed plan that walks me through a short prep session and sets me up for success for the coming week. Prep Dish's step-by-step meal prep plan only takes about an hour of prep each week, which I can work into my routine pretty easily. I can then get healthy homemade meals onto the table incredibly quickly throughout the week because the prep work is already done. If you're ready to free up some brain space, I've got great news for you. I got you two weeks free so you can try out the prep dish meal plans for yourself and see if they're a good fit for your family. Just go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for a two week free trial. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. You won't regret it. Now we're on day two. Um, first thing you need to do is re-clean your kitchen. Okay. So yesterday you did a big cleaning job in your kitchen. If you were able, okay. Um, if you weren't able, just do your dishes today. But if you cleaned up your kitchen yesterday, re-clean it. And the goal is that from this, from now until the time your guests come, you are never going to have a big amount of time that you have to spend in your kitchen other than the day where we designate super deep cleaning of the kitchen. Okay. So your goal at this point is to keep the kitchen under control so that it never becomes this big nagging thing that you have to devote a bunch of time to over the next two weeks. Okay. Because you've got enough other things to worry about than that. So first thing on day two, reclean the kitchen, clean up dishes, wipe down counters. You're good. The next thing is a trash tour. Grab a black trash bag. It needs to be black. So the people in your house don't see what you're putting in it and go through the rooms in the order of that prioritization worksheet. Okay. So you're starting with the room where your guests are going to spend the most time moving on down to where um, they're going to spend the least time, but you're going to go through your house um, with that black trash bag through the rooms in that order, it's very important and just throw away trash. Maybe there's no trash. Yay for you. Um, if you're listening to my podcast and, um, the idea of 14 days to getting ready for, um, get opening your front door to guests, um, is something that you feel like you need as opposed to going, who would need 14 days to get their house ready for guests? Oh my word. What's the big deal? They should really just have it ready all the time. If you know, if, um, you probably have trash is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I mean, there's really good chance that you've got some trash. So go ahead, walk through those. Maybe you don't have much and you get through in like five minutes. Awesome. Maybe it takes the time that you have today. Just be aware of the time and aware of what you need to get through. Then grab an empty box, 
Most people have them. If you don't have one, grab whatever that can leave your house, okay? And just walk back through those same rooms, getting rid of easy donations. We're not going through, we're not deep decluttering. We're not really, really working hard on, you know, making lasting progress. We're just saying, I'm going to walk through my house and go, oh yeah, I've been meaning to donate that. Oh yeah, I've meant to donate that. I'm not sure why we still have that, whatever. And just put stuff that in that box, move it out to the garage or wherever you keep donations or, you know, be super optimistic and put it in the trunk of your car. Um, whatever, just get that stuff out of the way so that it's already done. Okay. So you've done that. The things that this is going to help you with is being ready for tomorrow's task, which is going to, well, I'll tell you that in a minute, uh, because it's going to give you a really realistic view of your home because you very much, you've walked through those rooms two different times. You've looked at them closely because you were looking for trash and you were looking for, um, clutter, uh, go through and do that. That's important for as we keep going. And any time that you have left for today on day two, so you've cleaned your kitchen, you've done a trash tour and a donation tour. Um, with the rest of the time, tackle any procrastinate clutter. Okay. Procrastinate clutter is stuff that you're like, oh, well, that's not technically clutter because it's just stuff that will get done eventually. Like, you know, a pile of unfolded laundry or, um, you know, whatever it is, go ahead and spend the rest of your time today on procrastinate clutter. Anything out there that you're like, oh yeah, I have to get to that eventually. I just, other things seem more important and more pressing. And so I haven't done it. Start tackling some of those things with whatever time you have left. Okay. Day three. First, can you guess, clean the kitchen because it shouldn't be that hard because you cleaned it really good two days ago. You cleaned it again yesterday. Clean it again today because our goal is to not get behind in the kitchen during these 14 days. The kitchen is done. We're not going to have to stop everything and go clean the kitchen during this time. Clean the kitchen and now do a five-minute pickup because you kind of removed that surface layer of junk yesterday when you did the trash tour and you did the donation tour of your house in order, do a five minute pickup. And an actual, I don't mean we're going to deep, get deep into cleaning up the whole house today. I mean, actually set your timer for five minutes, walk around the house and pick up and put away, throw away, whatever, whatever has kind of appeared since yesterday, but just five minutes. Okay. Cause we'll keep going and you'll get to everything. But for now, just the five minutes. Um, now, grab that room prioritization list. Okay. And go through the house in the ebook version. There's a printable that had the printable that has the room prioritization. Um, there is also, there are also lines for you to, um, list out the things you're going to list here, go through the rooms in order of priority, starting first in the one where people will spend the most time and make a list in that room of everything you want to do in there before guests arrive even procrastinate clutter. Okay. So you walk into your living room and you look around and you say, what do I want to do in here? You know, I really have always hated that picture above the fireplace and I've been meaning to switch it out with the one that I bought and I just never have switched out. Okay. Write that on the list. Oh yeah. There's a pile of clean laundry on that recliner. Okay. Write that on the list. Um, yeah, I really want to, um, straighten up that bookshelf, put that on the list. Um, yeah, I really want to, um, you know, maybe it's even, I don't know, touch up the paint over there. Let's don't paint any rooms. 
Okay. I mean, you know, if you need to paint a room, you're going to have to fit it onto this list. Okay. But hopefully we won't. Um, you know, whatever it is that you're wanting, Oh, I need to really, um, you know, get out my upholstery cleaner and clean this chair that, you know, has smudge marks all over it or whatever, all those kinds of things, dusting, um, dusting the ceiling fan, um, you know, all, you know, cleaning the, the air vent that some, for some reason, sometimes it gets all dusty or whatever, all these things, write them all down on this list under the room that you're in. Okay. So you start in the room where they'll spend the most time. You write down all the things that you would like to do in that room before your guests come. Then you move to the next room. You write down all of those things. So that is a big job for today. Day three is going through and making that list. If you make the list, you've gone through every room that your guests will actually spend time in, in the order of prioritization. If you finish making that list and you still have time left to work today, go start checking things off of the top of the list. You're going to go in order. Okay. Room by room. You're not necessarily, you know, cause you've kind of written it randomly each room. I went into this room and I just started writing things down, but you're going to start and you're going to check things off out of the top of the list room, the one where people spend the most time. You're going to start working through that list and checking things off. Um, okay. Day four, you're going to start with doing the dishes, you know, quick, very quick cleanup of the kitchen, do another five minute and only five minute pickup and sweep your kitchen floor. Those of you who've read how to manage your home without losing your mind, you probably recognize some of these things. There's a reason. Okay. Anyway, sweep your kitchen floor. Nothing big. You're not mopping today. Just sweep it. All right. Now it's day four, which means you have 10 days left right out. And there's checklist for this in the book, or just use scrap paper, write out every meal you'll serve along with how many people will be eating that meal. Okay. So let's say you're going to have guests in your home for just Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. So that's the meal. And that is, um, you know, and you're going to have how many guests at that time, what all is going to be included in that meal. So, you know, Thanksgiving is a bigger one, or maybe you're going to have people stay for three days. All right. Then you need to say, okay, they get here at 10 AM on this morning. So we'll have lunch, dinner, um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, the next day, breakfast, lunch, and then they leave in the afternoon, whatever. Write those things down. How many people are going to be at each meal? Cause you know, sometimes if there's other family members in town, they may be only at your house for this meal or that meal. And I know you can't always know exactly what's going to happen, but have it written out what you need to be prepared for all of the meals. Go ahead and make your grocery list for that. Um, and then check your p- pantry and your freezer for what you already have on the list so that you don't have this nagging in your head, this feeling of, Oh my goodness, that's right. I have to feed these people. We're going to go ahead and have that all written out. You may over the next 10 days go, Oh wait, I need to put such and such on there. But you know, this will be your, a really great starting point so that you already have it written down and you know, this, I'm going to be ready to feed people when they come. This is also the time, let's say for Thanksgiving, you have family members coming and they are local enough or whatever to go ahead and, and send those texts or emails or call people and say, okay, what are you bringing? (laughs) You know, because I mean, I'm just going to say it and I don't want to be rude, but y'all, if you're a grown up and you're going to Thanksgiving dinner, you need to bring something. I mean, that's just part of it, right? 
I mean, I feel like all of my kindred spirits already do that. Um, but you know, and, and it's okay too to start to expect people to do that. I used to, and not for Thanksgiving, but I used to have this mentality that when I had people over to my house, I had to cook everything. If they ever said, can I bring something? I would say, no, 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 no. And I've just gotten over that and said, you know what? I, yes, sure. Bring the dessert because I don't ever think it, we don't eat dessert very often. I look like I do, but anyway, which I have lost some weight lately. I'm very proud of myself anyway. Um, but I, you know, I, ask people, yeah, bring the dessert. Cause that's something that is always an afterthought to me. And I go, Oh my goodness, I need to make a dessert. Cause people think there's always going to be dessert when you go some to someone's house. Um, or yeah, can you bring the drinks or whatever it is? Um, go ahead now. If you're, if this is a big enough event to where you are, you know, blocking out all this time. And especially if it's Thanksgiving or something like that, go ahead and text people, Hey, what would you like to bring? Or say, Hey, would you mind making the green bean casserole? Would you mind making the mashed potatoes this year? Or, you know, oh, your apple pie is always amazing. Would you mind making an apple pie for Thanksgiving? So that you can go ahead now and start crossing some stuff off of that list. Okay. And you don't have to put it on your, your shopping list because you already know, oh, I don't even have to worry about that because so-and-so is bringing it. Got it? Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. All right. Day five. Any guesses what you do first? That's right. Clean the kitchen, do the dishes. We're just doing the basics. We're not doing deep cleans of the kitchen every day. It should not take you more than 10 to 15 minutes. All right. So clean up the kitchen, um, do a five minute pickup, only five minutes, sweep the kitchen and work through the lists the list of specific tasks that you wrote out on the room prioritization checklist in order. Okay. So start at the top of the list and just start checking things off of that list with whatever time you have left. So let's say, and here's the thing, when you wrote out that calendar on day one, um, you know how much time you have to devote to this every day. If you're working from eight to five and your kids um, have practices or whatever that you have to take them to, and it took you an hour to get home from work anyway, um, you may only have an hour a day or whatever, but with whatever time you have on day five, work through from top to bottom on that list. Okay. Day six, again, dishes, five minute pickup and sweep kitchen. Today is the day to reassess. Okay. You are going to, if you have any time after reassessing, you're going to go through and keep working through those specific tasks on the room prioritization checklist. But today's the day to be realistic. Okay. It's six days in of a 14 day process. You are almost halfway 
there. If you are starting to freak out, you need to take some things off of the list. Not that you did them, but go ahead and cross them out because it's just not going to happen. Those would be the things like painting or sewing new curtains or whatever, you know, be, be realistic. Maybe you're going to find, oh my goodness, I am almost done with my entire checklist. I think I could sew new curtains or whatever. That's fine. Most people like me are not going to be like in that situation. Um, but go through it and look through and say, all right, I have made it through half of my list for the very first room and we're on day six. I'm going to have to get a lot more realistic here. Okay. And, and just reassess, adjust, adjust, adjust. Maybe one of the rooms that you thought you were going to set up a game table in, turns out that room's going to be off limits. I don't know. You know, I mean, what is it that you're going to need to do? Okay. And be realistic on that day. And then as you have time, keep working through the list that may be a little bit adjusted and different than it was before. Okay, day seven, this is halfway through. Clean the kitchen, do a five minute pickup, sweep the kitchen. This is a built in catch up day, meaning like maybe it's Saturday now. And um, you had a crazy week at work, you barely got anything done. This is your day to catch up on the things that you fell behind on. Okay, if you're not behind, go clean your bathrooms. We're going to do a deep clean, but go ahead, go ahead, clean your bathrooms um, and then keep working through the prioritization list as you have time. Okay. So that is days one through seven. Next week's podcast, I will do days eight through 14 um, to get you ready for that. But again, this is available all written out with so many more details and mindset changes and all the checklists already made for you just for you to fill out and they're printable. They're all available in the ebook, 14 days to opening your front door to guests. Just go to aslobcomesclean.com slash 14. That's one four. Okay. And then you can, um, get that ebook. So also, Like I said, if you are wanting to get your whole house under control so that next year, maybe it doesn't take you 14 days, um, then I recommend my book, I'm sorry, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. And that you can get at aslobcomesclean.com slash book, or just look it up wherever because it's available wherever books are sold. So thank you for joining me today, and I will talk to you guys next week.